Edition to skip the tutorial number one video game podcast in build a bear i'm one of your hosts this week bryant barry scary daniels and joining me across the universe on skype is none other than todd doom guy fortner what's going on man <laughs> oh my god starting out this week already i can't believe that you came out with all this energy again and I, i'm just trying to get back i just got back i got a i just got to tell you i got a parcel pending message and i went up to the office and then when i saw the office it wouldn't let me get in the office now nah, nah, when you send me that tiktok man with that cop that did the woohoo thing that shit mm. it changed it seemed, it changed my whole day for for a moment man you crazy as fuck yeah, so I don't. What's that guy's name? You need to shout him out. You need yeah, to let me talk about so they like. <laughs> let me find that dude because I saw that and I watched that 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 little video. I don't know how many times I watched that over and over again. Um, I told you about that shit though, man. With the TikTok shit, man, stop! It's fucking up your brain. That and Twitter. It does. It does. Just a little bit. But but that shit is funny though. Yeah, that's that made it gold. Jesse underscore Kindle. Kindle with two L's. Jesse underscore Kindle. Shout out to you. He tagged it. First McDonald's, now Build-A-Bear. These institutions are giving it to the cops. It was a classic. Like You got to respect that sketch. Like it's, it's brilliant the way he did the boo-hoo start. Like, it had me rolling. Um, yeah, that shit was funny, man. That shit was funny, man. How you feeling today? How you feeling on this uh, day off of July? Oh no, it's not. It's not Fourth of July. It's good, good, motherfucker. Yeah, July third. Tomorrow is Fourth of July. Yes, that's, that's what kind of night I had. <laughs> no, my night was spent with the office um, and falling asleep on the couch like I do sometimes. But yes, man, I am good. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. My bad for fucking up the rhythm on the show. Nah. Playing around on social media. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the longer we do this, the less of a rhythm we have, and the more of a it's just us. Welcome to the show. It's me and Todd. This is what we do. We yeah, get together every week. Now, man. Yeah. We get together every week. We talk about video games. Sometimes we break down what we've been playing. We talk about the news and maybe a round table. Sometimes we do a top seven. Lately, sometimes we have top 100s that we're continuing to build off of. And sometimes we have a guest on like last week. Go listen to those last two episodes. The, uh, the Last of Us Part 2 breakdown episodes for some interesting and in-depth conversation uh we got a lot of good feedback on that one um but we also got some good feedback on some of the more recent episodes too um everybody seemed to really love the open conversation episode so i think it's something we're going to continue into the future make it as part of our repertoire if you will if i can speak my french repertoire <laughs> get a little pompous hey, I, Epstein didn't kill himself, man. <laughs> no, Speaking he did that repertoire stuff. I heard something about Galenese, the one that was uh, trapping the little females and shit that was setting them up and and playing with them and everything. With you the mean, you mean Galen Maxwell? Is that her name? Galenese. Yeah. I thought it was some old <laughs> Galenese. 
It sounds like a made-up language in a sci-fi movie. That whole story is a made-up motherfucking language in a sci-fi movie to me, man. Galen, I love it. Dude, yeah, whenever they would pronounce her name on the documentary on Netflix, and then I saw the name, I did the exact same thing. I was like, Galenese? I like, how do you say that? And then they would say it, and I'd be like, oh, Galen. Galen. That's a dumb name. You were born to be dumb. That's what I thought to myself. It's like she was born to be an awful person. Like, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe just maybe money corrupts, man. Maybe money corrupts. That's true. That's a hundred percent. Did you watch that? Her father was some kind of Israeli spy, though, man. So I mean, what the fuck do you expect? You know what I'm saying? That's like true. something strange was gonna happen. That's there true. There was gonna be some digital titties somewhere. Da 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 da. Had to get that in there, man. Shout out Jamie. You know what I mean? I realized I hadn't said digital titties for a while. I hate I had to use the Jeffrey Austin, uh, Epstein motherfucking uh, example, but I mean, hey. Did you watch that Netflix documentary on him? Yeah, man. Yes, I watched that dark shit. It wasn't that. It wasn't that dark though. They didn't show any. I mean, it was very like you know. Yeah. It wasn't NC seventeen or anything. It was, it was a documentary still about it, young. Prophets. It was depressing as hell. Son. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you saw just like yeah, money really does just buy you everything you want. That's <laughs> just like. Like, if you want to get free, you can pretty much, like, whatever you want. If you got money, that's where it's like, what do they say? It's power corrupts, what is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Is that what it is? Except, yeah, yeah, that's what they say. I mean, money buys everything except morales. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Except the morales, they say. But I yeah, mean, man, morales. About the video games. About the video games real quick. Yes. Because I know we hadn't even talked about what today's subject is. Uh, but I did want to run one video gamey thing about you come some kind of news uh i do want to hear about what you've been playing because i know you've been playing not like in depth we're just gonna do uh fuck it you want me to lay out the top seven yeah go ahead all right so top seven this week we are going to be doing an update on our top seven backlog i call it my top seven backlog shame money drain list uh because that's what the fuck it's about you know what i'm saying um so that's what we're doing this week just be light work for you you know what i mean you don't have to uh deal with the foolishness for too long <laughs> but uh what i wanted to ask you man did you hear anything about the new 2k 21 that's coming out you're talking about the price right what they what they said but the the future of gaming may be what is it 69.99 go up by 10 bucks <laughs> my right. favorite number yeah, so- yeah, I know. You know, we've discussed this before. I think, and uh, and that's like we talking. We're doing our backlog list. Um, uh, like my backlog list primarily. There's some rules to this one. I normally don't have rules, but my list consists of games that I played paid at least sixty dollars for and did not finish. So I, I just find it like I'm like, okay, we going into the new generation with the new games, and I see like that's like the hot news. And you know, I fuck with two K. Uh. And I think it's it is kind of an important thing to look at right now, especially with everything that's going yep. on and with the price of life right now, where that's going. As gamers, like, okay, what are we gonna do? The new systems coming out now. It looks like they're gonna be putting games at seventy dollars. And we've discussed this before. We've discussed this in previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, just like what we would do about microtransactions and maybe just accepting a higher cost on things. Um. But like getting before we get into the backlog issue or whatever, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that pricing, like from what you saw. Like, what's your feelings on it? I mean, I, my my genuine upfront feeling is I'm good with it. Like, you give me more game, seventy bucks, we keep this industry going. 
I totally get it. Maybe if you cut out the microtransactions to a degree or limit them, that's where I'm going to see it. That's that's where my real thoughts are going to come. Is the microtransaction side? It's not about the upfront yeah, not pricing going anywhere, man. I know they're not. They're that's not the anywhere. that's the. Yeah. Hopefully, some major corporation like I would say Ubisoft, but we all see the Assassin's Creed store and what that was about. Um, even as much as I love the Assassin's Creed series. But maybe there will be some wager corporation that goes, hey, maybe we don't have to do these microtransactions as much. Maybe we can start giving free content, free DLC. I mean, what was the... Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. yeah. Project Red. That's the that's a business model um, that you could follow. Yep. But I think what a lot of people miss, we talked about this uh, with 2K in particular, like there's a whole economy outside of just the game. There's an economy within the game, and there's a whole economy built outside of the game. Yep, that kind of fucks with this predatory practice. You know what I mean? But some, I don't know, man. I got mixed feelings on it because I feel like, oh boy, on, on the interview. Remember on the interview with the dude, he was just like, sometimes you got to feed the people the shit. The people want the shit. <laughs> yeah, mancha, mancha, mancha. I referenced this before. You know mancha, what I'm saying? Mancha, <laughs> mancha. <laughs> That freaking people the shit. I own mancha, mancha. I own that movie, like, by the way. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, I got a bad case of the stank dick. <laughs> the stank. It's time for the stank but, face of the week. Nah, but as much as I love like the mastery of the simulation aspect of 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 two K in a lot of ways. Um, if anybody gets that, I mean, the real 2K players are the ones that I really actually listen to about the like the specifics of 2K's economy more so than people yeah. that actually hate like hate sports games because they're not good at them. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of it's kind of sometimes it be it's like a juvenile perspective. Like you don't even fuck with the game, so you don't know. Like it, yeah. it's, you, if you want to talk about the economy of games, like you know, it's abusive everywhere. Now I will say. People want to blame the sports games, but the same way you blame the sports games, that's pretty much what helps afford these companies to make a bunch of flop games or smaller games that other people like that complain about the sports games. That's just my humble opinion, right? That doesn't. You're not wrong. You know what I'm saying? They're doing this and they're raping all these people and they're mad at at sports gamers for ruining the gaming culture. But I'm like, well, that's kind of been floating the extra expense built in into games to keep other games cheaper for a while humble opinion just my perspective you know i don't work for these companies but uh yeah that egregious fucked up horrible way that they abuse 2k users and man users you know what i'm saying including myself like i get it like you already know if you play 2k you already know you're gonna spend a hundred dollars yeah yeah you do you do from the front now but, but there's also a willingness to do it to a degree um I mean, I got to be thankful for for EA because, you know, as far as the 2K stuff is concerned itself, um, EA, the reason that Ultima Online is still online is because of sports games. There ain't nobody playing that. There's like 300 players in the world playing it. They keeping those servers alive. I'm thankful. I'm 100% thankful. I'm one of those 300 players. Thank you. I appreciate it. Keeping my my Ultima Online alive. We're more That's connected. That's why I trust a lot of these motherfuckers that talk, talk that social justice woke shit when you mad at motherfucking sports gamers. Man, be careful. You don't believe in socialism. 
All I know is I'm waiting for the next switch I'm peripheral. Just kidding, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Somebody Wait, really? somebody said on somebody said online that they were gonna create a new workout video game for the Switch and it was the peripheral was gonna be a stripper pole that you could put in your living room. Hey man, all bullshit <laughs> aside since we did that episode last week with uh with uh Carl, man, I kind of man, I've been going VR, but I don't know if I'm wait, but see it goes back to pricing thing real quick. Like Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the asshole. I'm working real hard to save my money right now, and I'm kind of on the fence. The only reason why I'm not on the fence about 2K21 this year is because I really feel – I really don't see myself getting mad this year. Um, I really don't see myself getting mad this year. So if I'm going to get one sports game, because that's the thing, too, most people that play 2K, the fucked up part about 2K is the grind is so fucked up. But at the same time, that's literally – it's so many people that just get that game to play that game all year long. So as opposed to buying, like – 15 games and a bunch of games on sale that's literally the only game they're gonna get the only game they're gonna play uh shout out geeklets for uh it's a local um some gaming tournaments going on out here in texas with them and they're doing a combine right now for uh a 2k league um you know what i'm saying but uh it, it's shit like that that i think is kind of cool but then on the flip side like when i actually play the game it's like man this is where is this actually going hopefully it's something positive but uh, one more thing news-wise about that, if people didn't know, because I've been hearing kind of conflicting information, the $100 version, if you choose to get the motherfucking game, you're supposed to get the standard game if it upgrades to the PS5. Yeah. But people were concerned about your VC and your points and everything, whatever cards that I don't fuck with crossing over. Yeah. So the best information that I could get... If you get the $100 version, you still get the standard version, but your VC and your points, your any kind of progression that you had is supposed to carry over. So, like, in, in that economy, it makes sense. I do I do pray, though, more people take the Cyberpunk 2077 route uh, with uh, what CD Projekt Red is doing and offering free upgrades and offering, you know, just a lot of content, DLC without extra charge. Because when I started actually counting the money on this $60 on just my top seven backlog list, I realized how much money I invest into this motherfucking hobby. Besides just doing a podcast and just want to be thorough and honest about the shit. It's like, you know, it's important to have these conversations, I think, going into a new generation, especially with, you know, at least unemployment went down 11 percent. You know what I'm saying? That's good news. So, you know, maybe it won't be too bad. But uh yeah, you know, I don't know. I think that 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 was some news that came up. I, I know I went a little bit long on that, but I just wanted to talk about that real quick on the show this week because it's kind of it, I, I see from both sides. Like I see from the people that live off of the content of 2K alone, and that's literally what their whole shows, podcasts, everything is about. And and the people that only talk about 2K or any sports games when it's something negative that comes out as far as microtransactions because it's clickbait, like. I, I think they just feed off off each other. Oh, um, all I, I know. I just hope we don't get raped. All I, I know, Todd, is that during this quarantine, while these uh, protests are going on that make me very uncomfortable, I'm going to buy my 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 sports game is going to be Pro Tennis 2021, the Titanium Racket Grip Edition, and I've I've got my M4 on the way so that I can protect my my homestead from from all these people in the streets who who are trying to protest. Uh, the things that I don't believe in. I just went to the gun shop, and I was trying to get, I was trying to get bullets for my gun, and I was outside, and I was looking, 
Why are you out of bullets? Why are you out of bullets? I need when to. I, came. I need to go home and play my Pro Tennis 2021 in the comfort of my living room. What are we doing, bro? I, I have fuck, no I idea. Show, I have I no idea. Show. So, uh, it was the Build a Bear TikTok thing. This is what it does to your brain. It fucks you up. We might actually have to edit this one. That's all. We might have to just cut this one. That's okay. Nah. That's the beauty of top sevens. You know what I'm saying? That's nah, what man, somebody so, uh, somebody said online. They said my favorite part of the show. It was when Todd says we're gonna have to cut this, and Bryant says, "Yeah, that's fine," and then we just leave it in anyway. <laughs> hey, we gotta cut this now. <laughs> It happens, but yeah, we're doing a top seven. <laughs> I went down to the video game store and I hey, pre-ordered. Man, I, hey man, uh, shout out! Uh, please check us out on iTunes and give us a review. Please uh, do five stars if you like. It helps out. You, I, I appreciate you sending me that text message this morning, showing that we back on those charts just kind of <laughs> consistently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I also want to give a shout out to the Discord because I, you know, I know that's y'all baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Discord make the Discord great again, Jesus Christ! But a special shout out to some people in there, man. I, I check in all the time. I'm gonna be checking in even more. But uh, I saw somebody try to say something about being booty bothered, and it just died. I died laughing. <laughs> shout out booties, Bob. Not my all my booty is just you know what I'm saying. My bootiest people in the bootiest religion, the temple. You know what I'm saying? My favorite uh, one from that life. was uh, in spirit of charity, THC baby. Yeah, because they were they were playing off the word butt hurt, and somebody said, I think they said fanny flustered. <laughs> and that, I don't know why that killed me. <laughs> fanny flustered. It sounds like something like one of the Golden Girls would say, which is genius. Like fanny Blanche. flustered, Blanche. I'm, a, I'm fanny flustered. Like, I don't know why that's brilliant. Like it's so that was so funny. I think it was it was Starcatcher that just it, she it was the booty bothered. I just I just I was not. It's so much in there. So start fucking around with the Discord more. Yeah, of course Facebook. If you get in the group, it's always cool to see some shit there. But um, probably get the Discord popping a little bit more. But yeah, man. Um, what what like what's going on with this Xenoblade thing with you? Before we get into this list and knock this list out, bro. I am deeply addicted to that game. I am spending so much time playing Xenoblade on the Switch. It brings back and it harkens back memories of the RPG grind. But because it's on the Switch and I have the time to pick it up for like my favorite thing about the Switch, Todd. And I don't think I realize how much I appreciate this. And if you haven't bought the Switch, this is one of my favorite things about it. The sleep mode. Hit the power button, goes to sleep. You can plug it in the charger, pick it back up, and it's immediately where you left off. You don't have to worry about it at all. That's beautiful. And it's a power save. Like, I don't, so just like having that with the RPG, like I'm definitely overleveled at this point. I could probably push my way through the story and be perfectly fine. But I'm having so much fun exploring the world, killing monsters, collecting loot doing side quests it is that classic rpg it's like yeah i'm gonna be in this for probably 80 hours and but the beautiful thing about it is because it's on the switch it's not like i have dedicated time to a console if we're watching tv at night if i go to the restroom if i'm laying in bed if i have a lull during the day you know i just pull up the switch play for 15 20 minutes at a time you know and it's just a that what they did to Xenoblade 2, and I'm starting to respect it more, is I looked at some comparison videos from the Wii version of it, the 3DS version of it, when they released that um, 
that super powered 3DS that could play SNES games a few years back. And the this version of it is they really did a hell of a number on the graphics. It looks gorgeous. The cutscenes are beautiful. They're not nearly as blocky as they were. They added a whole a section um, of another story to wrap up this story. So Xenoblade is one of those things when I look at the box that's in my gaming room for that special edition with the art book, it's one of those purchases I was like, I'm so glad I bought this version of it. It looks so good and it's so much fun. Xenoblade is incredible. I want more Xenoblade in my life. Um, but I also want them to, like, this is my favorite version of Xenoblade. I liked Xenoblade uh, X and I liked 2 enough, but this is the version I want more of. It's 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 that sci-fi, deeply rooted Why? RPG. Because it's that more serious sci-fi RPG that's not... Xenoblade 2 was more of the... It has more of the fantasy elements to it. And they kind of harken back to kind of the more traditional charming fantasy JRPGs, which is fine. But for this type of combat system, I really, really like it to be that hard sci-fi. Like it's that science fiction, serious tale where we're trying to survive. It's the Bionis versus the Mechanis. And we're trying to survive against the Mechanis. And I mean, it's just kind of a beautiful story. And then X for the Wii U, as much as I love X for the Wii U, that was, by all accounts, a game that should have been an MMO that was never truly an MMO. And that's really... So the, the storytelling is not as fun. It's meant to be played with others, and you can clearly see that that element's missing. So that's my favorite version of this game. So I, I just, can dig it, man. I, I can dig it. it. So, you know, at the end of the day, right now, is it worth... How much is it? Fifty-nine ninety-nine, 100% worth it. You're going to get... Plus taxes. Yes, and if you if you like RPGs and you've never messed around with Xenoblade, yes, the combat system takes a little bit to get used to that art system, but it's totally worth it. It is a little it, bit of a learning curve. A little bit of a learning curve. There's a lot going on. It's it's a pretty dense game as far as the combat system, uh, the character system, the actual upgrade system, the affinity points, um, and the actual gear itself. It does take time. It's one of those games you pick up a lot of gear when you're out there fighting monsters. So you do have to scroll through and constantly upgrade your gear. But I like that sort of grind, if that makes sense. It's that sort of grind that really keeps bringing me back to this sort of game where I'm constantly getting new upgrades. And the story's hella good. I mean, the story in this one is really good. It keeps you moving. Can you give me some of the story? Like, not without yeah. spoiling it? As far as like what's what's interesting about it, yeah. So for me, it's kind of that classic sci-fi sci-fi tale of, you know, in the ancient times, this 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 biomechanical creature, kind of a, a kaiju, if you will, versus it's a biological kaiju versus a mechanical ki kaiju. They come into this great battle, and then eventually they both get to a standstill. And they create the continents of this world where, where you flash forward to the future. You're living on the continents, but you're playing as one of the bionic bionis, if you will. You're 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 biological. Is it kind of like a kai? Is it like a kai, kaiju kiss bukaki? Yes, it is. There it is. Tie it all the way back around. Kaiju kiss bukaki. <laughs> but it is, man. It's. Well, it's that don't know that. that. They don't know. They don't. That's know episode one. Yeah, that's. That's pretty gross. My bad, man. But I just like kaiju. Like yeah. I just like that term. You know what I'm saying? I like Pacific Rim. You know, shout out. Pacific Rim was so I'm glad good. He didn't, 
COVID-19, you know what I'm saying? With the Kaiju, I'm the last man standing. I'm the, you know what I'm saying? So anytime I hear Kaiju, I think that's dope. Uh, so even for me, like, cause you know, I tried the Xenoblade back in the gap when you let me hold it back when you got my Battlefront 2 and never gave it back. And then the apocalypse fell upon us. Um, shout out to Dewey. Where the fuck is Dewey at? What part of the world is he in? I forget. He his he said something because Starcatcher said something about where he was, but I can't remember, man. So like all shout outs to him, man. Like Yeah, shout out shout out to him, man. I hope, you know, doing his thing in the military, protecting us and, and staying safe, man. You know, STT triple OG. But uh during that whole time, uh, you know, before we knew you would bring around Ragnarok because of not keeping your word and keeping the the ring version of Battlefront 2. That is on uh, me. I was trying to see it. I was trying to Xenoblade share out, even though not, I got another copy now because PS4, PS4 gave it to me. Sony did because they love us and they don't want to rape our pockets. But <laughs> They um, actually love us. <laughs> I tried to give it an honest try and I could see where Xenoblade, you know, was a lot of fun. Um, and you can get lost in, in that world for hundreds of hours. I just could not get into that game. Uh, it was just one of those. It things. was the booty Especially shorts. The switch say it was the booty shorts that threw, even my girl threw, was talking about the booty shorts. I was like, I can't. It's hard. It's too tough. And it's maybe this isn't the game to introduce me to JRPG. I think I'm more open to it now since I'm telling you since Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII just opened my eyes up to to being a little bit more uh, inclusive in some of my gaming. So I think I probably already talked to you about this because I know you've been touching bases with me. Just knowing me, would this be a, a another good entry point? to Xenoblade. Yes, I, I think you would like this version of it. Um, especially because, you know, as you go through the story, it's, you know, the Monado is the sword that you use through the game, and it's the, the Monado is the sword that can kill the Makanis. So the whole story is you're living in this village, and the Makanis, for some reason, start to attack your village, but they reveal that they have a new Makanis, a new evolved Makanis that has a face and can speak. And they start eating the villagers, and you have to take control of the Monado, and you have to go through and start saving people. It's it's just a really great story. It's just a lot of fun to it, and there's a lot of revenge in it, and a lot of real great drama to it. Um, I know you enough to know how much you like anime, and how much you like mechs, and how much you like sci-fi with your anime. Like As far as not a full deep sci-fi route, but you enjoy it. I think you would love this game, Todd. I really do. I think it would take you maybe three or four hours to get into, but I think once you were into it, you'd be like me, where it's like, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna go grind out these little side quests and just like I'm, you might have, you might have sold me, man. I've been looking for a motherfucking new Switch game to get in my backlog. I normally finish all my Switch games though, so uh, now that's dope. No, but I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. Like I'm, I'm probably get on the Switch, even though I, I was thinking about getting back on Destiny too. Uh, on the PC. Man, I was thinking about that same thing, dude. I was just like, I've I've got it installed still on my desktop, and I was like, but I've also been playing Monster Hunter World, and I plan on getting there tonight with Booty as Bob, and just like... Right, like, I was just thinking about getting on Destiny 2 and getting on a little mixer with Ninja, you know what I'm saying, hanging out. Yeah, why not, right? Doing my thing, you know what I'm saying, Dr. Disrespect, you know, just doing some Twitch and mixer stuff, you know what I'm saying? Did they ever announce the official... uh, Reason Dr. Disrespect got I heard I heard a weird theory that it had to do with them offering him like twenty five million dollars and then once Mixer disappeared, so the competition was gone, they tried to figure out any kind of way to ban him, perma ban him so they wouldn't have to honor the contract. But literally that's complete speculation and I'm completely 
I could be completely off base. I have no idea if there's any truth to that, but that is the most that recent news that I've heard on it. I mean, and in all sincerity, I really don't care uh, that much. Like, uh, I, I just, you know, I pray for the Twitches to be okay. Um, the Twitches and the Clickers and everybody to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Abby was real buff. <laughs> she was real buff. I'm big. I'm buff. I'm better than you. Like, yeah, I'm buff. I'm better than you. I'm stronger too. Bitch, I'm buff. That's the reality, man. Um, yeah, but also, um, the only theory that I heard for Dr. Disrespect was um, that him, Ninja, and somebody else are getting together to create their own streaming platform. And that was the theory that I heard. And I was like, that they're getting together to create their own streaming platform since Mixer closed down and moved to Facebook. Um, at least the Facebook gaming stuff. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's interesting. But speaking of uh, streamers, man, I want to say, we want to say, me and Todd, RIP to Recful. Um, it was a really terrible situation. And remember, man, like, live your life. If you're going to live by life by one rule, it's don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick to some random dude. Like, don't be a dick to anybody, but, like, especially somebody on the Internet. Like, you don't know what somebody's struggling with. You don't know what they're going through. And you see the mob jumping in on somebody. Like, don't be that one who throws in with the mob. Like, that's crazy talk, dude. Like, this guy was really struggling with some serious serious well, explain thoughts. explain what you mean. Explain what you mean. Tell me. Tell him what, what, what you saw. Yeah, so. I'm not, not going to lie. I'm not familiar with him, but I did see the news, and, you know, anytime this type of situation comes up is is regrettable yeah he's a 31 year old streamer who per uh, the news and his findings was he was found to have committed suicide by his roommate and the stream before that at least the one that i could find he was in his stream and the stream chat started blowing up with uh gky which if you're not familiar with that it means go kill yourself that's exactly what he did he committed suicide um, you don't know what somebody's struggling with and you could see it in his face, man. Like you could see it in his eyes as these people are spamming the chat with GKY. You could see the like mental struggle that was going on and this desperation for help. Like don't be like, just don't be a dick to each other, man. Like be kind and be empathetic and know that people go through things and know people are struggling and, like there's no reason for that kind of behavior that's real freaking childish man well this is the thing man we it's unfortunate but we talked about this like i, I respect the fuck out of people that do streaming um, yeah as a hustle you know what i'm saying i mean we we got full-time jobs and shit like that like that's like a full-time job like that's a whole you know thing within itself that i twitch is cool and i every now and then we may stream uh but you also kind of gotta know what you're getting yourself into nowadays you do. with that too and it's a, it's a mix now i mean there's no excuse for that but i think you made a, a great point like what you say about ceos yeah there's a reason why the majority of ceos in the united states have some type of sociopathic tendencies it's because they can take the, i think the response was if somebody says go kill yourself to the ceo todd what you say the well, nah, well, yeah because well, it's like you know it's 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 like yeah you would internalize it but like a lot of psychopaths gonna be dead inside so they'll just be like looking at it like how about you go kill yourself you poor bitch <laughs> like shit kill yourself <laughs> poor bitch. yeah don't kill me nigga you on you on my stream so i mean 
you know, just if you out there struggling, reach out to people, man. Don't Please do. The, the negative mob, you know what I'm saying? Fuck over you. We, we, we all, you know, have our days and stuff like that. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, whatever. But uh, also, just to let you know, man, if, if you made it to this point, I don't know if Brian said it. I might have missed it. Uh, thank you, number one. Thank and you, yes. We also, I know we haven't gotten to the list yet, but for our, our listeners that listen every week, they know we talk about whatever the fuck we talk about, and this is how it kind of goes and how it comes up. Um, I also just want to randomly let everyone know that I find it hilarious when two middle-aged white men talk about white fragility from a book that was written by a white woman. Yeah, that's... that's, that's I, I think that subject's hilarious. I'm trying to reference to... I don't have a reference point for what you're talking about, so I don't know, but yes, that's hilarious. Because it's nah, insane. It's just, it's, it was something on Joe Rogan. I was watching this morning. It was. It's just the funny. It was the funniest thing. Like I, I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, every now and then, you know, I listen to my financial news in the morning and shit or whatever else. Every now and then, I listen to Joe Rogan because he'll have somebody like Elon Musk on or something like that. Uh, you know, I'll be on some side group. and I just, I just found it so funny. It was like, I don't know. I, I probably watched about thirty minutes of it while I was doing some work. Uh. And working on some other shit, and it was just they were talking about like white two white men talking about white fragility with a, for a person who was like a white woman who wrote a book about white fragility that does like so he said something like twelve thousand dollars seminars and shit at corporate America talking Have about mercy. white fragility. It was just a it's just an interesting conversation. Um, I have no idea where that came from other than that's what the fuck I was doing this morning. And yeah, I kind of want to. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to discuss before we go ahead and knock out this list? No, uh, I just think it's funny. It's it's <laughs> you make me feel like a child sometimes because you're just like, yeah, I woke up and checked my financial news and I was looking at this podcast and they're talking and I'm sitting here going, I'm scrolling through TikTok and I watched a comedian talk about winning in an orgy. <laughs> like, that's how I spent my morning waking up. <laughs> It was funny though, because he said, "I won this orgy. Y'all need to do y'all's Kegel exercises." Oh, Ellie, <laughs> that cracked me up. I was dying laughing. Oh man, no, I don't have anything else other than um, you know, Todd. As you said earlier, if you are struggling, reach out to somebody. That suicide hotline is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Please do. Please know you're not by yourself. Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody, man. Like it's a it's a it's a messed up world right now. We're going through a lot of things together, um, but that's what this show's about, man. Bringing people together with with everything that we have, and it's mostly chili and fart jokes, but it makes us laugh, and hopefully, we can bring some joy to your day too. Um, and let, and then don't let Brian fool you. The reason why you're not getting up in the morning having to check your finances is because you're a motherfucking baller, Caligula. I'm out here scratching and clawing to make sure that I don't motherfucking drown like it's goddamn Katrina coming under the economic pressure so I could pay for my $157 goddamn 2K1 game and my $700 PS5. I did. And keep the motherfucking <laughs> show going. I did hire some, I did hire somebody to come over and feed me with my I DoorDash. <laughs> You got people coming from over motherfucking walls and tunnels and shit to tickle your feet. <laughs> I ain't got no I'm trying to get there. I'm old and shit. Nah, I, got, man. I got face masks made of refurbished 3DSs. <laughs> it's just right, reality. Bro. 
right, so we doing. What you want to you want to start out with the number? Seven yeah. Or what's the detail? Yeah. Right, no, what, what's top seven backlog? Top Mr. seven Shane. backlog. Now I did qualify this. These are games I have purchased, and I have still yet to play. Um, <laughs> either at full price. Or now pretty much at full price. Some of them were discounted, but most of them were at full price. Number seven, Disgaea 5 Complete Edition for the Nintendo Switch. I paid $59.99 three years ago, and I still haven't played the game. Um, it's up my alley, man. Strategy, RPG, tactical That's stuff. <laughs> that is. Like, I have Disgaea PC, which I've played on the PC. And I even have Disgaea for a couple other systems. But I have not played Disgaea 5 Complete for the Nintendo Switch. I'm looking forward to diving into it one day. Um, hopefully when I get some time. But, you know, that is one of those games that I gratefully, like, I pot that with every intention to play it and review it on the show. And I still have yet to get to it. Um, it's right up my alley. It's everything that makes me me. But I just, I don't know why. I even unwrapped it, Todd. I even took the wrapper off. I still haven't done it, so that's my number seven. <laughs> Disc guy that's five. What's up. <laughs> that's what's up. That's, I'm, I'm not, that's what's up. I fuck with it. All right, so let's get straight to it. My uh, number seven is Assassin's uh, Creed Odyssey. Uh, I almost didn't want to put it on here because I felt like I cheated because I know my my girl be it and I you know I watched her run through, but physically myself for being an Assassin's Creed fan, that's the one Assassin's Creed game. Uh, shout out Booty is Bob on this one too, because uh, we we had that conversation about Origins and Odyssey. I can definitely agree again that uh, technically speaking, it's a better game. Subjectively speaking, yeah. Origin is by far my favorite game, and part of the reason why is just because I don't know, man. I just it, that game was just too long. It's just too long, that, man. It was like, huge. I, but I still want to beat it. Right, right, right. That's what she said. But like. That's why I was outside of the McDonald's because I wanted the BBC, but I couldn't get it. Now I can't even. Anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, though, that's my number seven. Um, that's a good one. And yeah, yeah, because I once again, these are all games I paid sixty dollars for. Some games not that I could put on here, just I should put on here, but this is just about the moolah, baby. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to be more frugal, but I can't help it, man. I just want to. I want the games, dude. You want to? I want my coffee from McDonald's because then people secretly don't know that I want the BBC, and I can't tell them. It's different because I gotta wear a mask. My favorite part about that video was at the beginning where she goes, and I ordered online because I don't like people paying for it. Because every time people see me, they pay for my. So wait, you gonna be mad because people pay for your stuff? And then you gonna turn around and say you don't feel safe? I am so confused about the narrative of this video right now. Uh, Man, I'm pissed. You started this with the TikTok. Yeah, thing. I did. You started this. The TikTok right, thing is bad. genius. So uh, it is. It's funny. The build of the rest is funny. But what's your number six, bro? My number six I've technically bought on sale, but here's why I'm putting this on here. I've bought this on sale three times for three different systems, and I still haven't played it. Does that say? Is that sad? Is that sad? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. It is Dragon's Dogma. I've bought that for the Switch, the PS4, and the PC, and I still have not played it. That is a great one because I have done. I bought it twice. Yeah, like it's it's, and everything I hear like between me and you, the games, the Western RPGs we love, like this is right up our alley. This is everything we would love. Have, have you? Did you start it? I didn't even start it. I, I even, have started it. I have started it. 
three times. Yeah. And I just can't. That it, That's a great one. That's a great one. I, I Like, I want to play it now still. It's still carried. Like you said, man, don't, don't let me. What were you saying as far as, like, what you've heard as far as the quality of it? I've heard it's an amazing quality Western RPG. I've heard it's got a great loot system. I've heard it's got a great balancing system for the weight, um, the party system, the combat itself. The name is fantastic. Dragon's Dogma? Like, that's amazing. Like, the cover art's beautiful. It's one of those games, like, I've bought it for three different systems, and I still have yet to pick it up. I want to tear into it. After I get done with Tim Tim, I think I will get into Dragon's Dogma. Um, <laughs> Tim Tim's good. Don't look at me like that. Tim Tim's good. I just got my coward's cloak for the XP share, and I'm on my way to the next dojo. It's good. Pedophilia. <laughs> um, it's not cool. It's not cool, bro. It's, it's not, not cool. I don't know. Epstein didn't kill himself. It was the ghost of Aaron Hernandez. It was. The Check ghost. that episode back out when you get a second. But nah, that's a really great choice uh, and another waste of money. Another waste of it money. It really Are is. You ready for my number six? <laughs> yes, I am. My number six is going to be Tom Clancy's. The Division 2. Do you know how many times yeah. I looked at that game and I'm just like, man, I need to finish it. I was a big fan of the first one um, when nobody liked it. Uh, not like big. Yeah, big fan. Fuck, I spent a lot of time with it. I enjoyed it. I even enjoyed the little cheap-ass Dark Zone before they hacked it and just fucked the whole Dark Zone up. Just the idea of it. Um, it was just an enjoyable game, but I could never... That, I just wasted that money, and it's really a good game. You know what I mean? It's almost ashamed about it because we have a podcast. And it's one I wanted to get into, but I just could never do it. So, yeah, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Maybe I'll get it finished one of these days soon. I thought the quarantine would help, but it was depressing <laughs> to play that. That's, that's, what, just, that's what I thought, man. I was like, the quarantine's going to help me beat some of these games I've never played. And then I turn around and play the same old games over and over again. Yeah, man, I was just like, you know what? My quarantine game is going to be two cases. I can't watch LeBron James. <laughs> there it is. Oh, LeBron. Hey. Or the Kawhi Leonard laugh. I can't even watch the Kawhi Leonard <laughs> laugh. <and> laugh, <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I love the Kawhi Leonard laugh. It's great. Hey, I invented a new fork. You like that? Can we sell that? Is that is that just is that through your ancestry with a pitchfork? I, that makes me nervous. <laughs> what what you gonna do next, my my boy? You gonna hang a noose in the back? No. Uh, or just be like, man, I just use this to move my punching bag. It's not a noose. <laughs> the next time we get on the show to record, Bryant, what's in the back over there? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing back there. I, don't I, just, I just I just I just use it to drag my bookcase around, <laughs> but it looks like a noose. I use it to drag my bookcase. Who does that? <laughs> Dude, insane, could you imagine if... I, I'm lost mine. I've already lost mine. People losing fucking mind, man. Wait, week after week, like, I just add something to the background where you're just like, I don't... What is that picture back there? I don't understand that photograph back now, there. The, the problem with that is we've been doing this too long. Yes. And I just would probably just be, it would, it would probably be like, it's okay, Brian. Yeah. That's, All right. That's what is it was. this week. That's okay. That's, what I love that you've added is our, that our QuakeCon pass in the back. That yes. brings back fire memory right yes, there, man. That, I, and that's one thing I do miss since the uh, quarantine is, is conventions. I can't wait till that can come back safely and we can do us a QuakeCon. Um, or maybe even get down. I want to get down to Austin again. 
speaking of old boy who passed away, you know what I'm saying? I want to get down in there again. So I, I can't wait to look forward to that. And hopefully these backlogs will help us until we get to that point. Um, I've also added yeah. my pink what ball. What number are we on? <laughs> my what number, number five. I, that's what that's what she said. That's what she said. That's oh, what I was waiting for. Ball. That's what I was waiting for. My number five is not a game I really want to play, but I'm more curious to play it. I bought it. I think I bought it from Humble Bundle for a dollar ninety nine or ninety nine cents. It's Duke Nukem Forever. It's Duke. I've heard it's trash. I've heard it's horrible. I've heard it does not stand up. I heard Duke Nukem is a thing of the past, left in the past. I totally get that. I still want to play it though, Todd. Is that wrong? Like, it's is it wrong for me to want to play the game just out of morbid curiosity? Like I want to, I want to feed my morbid curiosity at this point and play Duke Nukem Forever. I, really I don't know do. why COVID nineteen keeps coming in my head. Like I, I want to say that you know it's uh of course it's not wrong, but then it's just like every time you said it, it was like COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, it was like a red flashing COVID nineteen. <laughs> but no, nah, man, it's nothing wrong with that, man. It's nothing wrong with that. Duke Nukem was, I mean, I guess you could consider that a backlog game. You, um, I try, man. That game is horrible though. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I it's hear horrible. it's horrible. I hear it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible game. Like, is it just but me? I'm, like, I know you. it's rose-colored glasses for like nostalgia of like the original Duke Nukem. It's really horrible. Yeah, that's why. But it's so it's so it's so horrible. Where I I think you might find some weird joy in it. <laughs> that's also a possibility. I'm mean, Night Trap. Come on, like that's a horrible game too. But I find some weird joy in Night Trap. Like, do you listen to R. Kelly in the background when you play that game? Yes. How did you know? <laughs> no, he is banned from my Spotify. Mm, it's mm. just you got a weird addiction to different kind of digital titties, man. <laughs> Free motherfucking Bill Cosby. Fuck it. And um, shout out Alex Jones and Louis Farrakhan. What? What? Where are we at? You're number five. My favorite part about that is the free Bill Cosby and shout out to Alex Jones and Louis Farrakhan all at the same time. <laughs> People listen to that and be like, is he is he serious? Like, what is going on here? But I, I, I don't care, man. I'm going. I told you, I'm admitting that this. I'm going through some shit. Everybody around me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, the other game. No, and I blame this game for you. My number five is Doom Eternal. Okay, I, after fair. listening to you, after you beat that game, it literally has just been sitting up there. I mean, speaking of QuakeCon, I, but that is really a game I'm like, okay, I need to go back and knock out for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got about three hours into the game and just stopped fucking with it, though. After after you played it, I was like, ah, because I'm real quick to do that shit, man. Time is of the essence. That's the only motherfucking currency that we cannot get back. So it's just like, I don't do I have time for it? Um you know, whatever, but that's that's another full sixty dollar game. I was just like, mm, I'll get to it when I get to it, and then started playing two K again. Yeah, trying to do that unnecessary grind, um, and try not to spend more money than I already spent, so I can get some boosts and get some other shit, so I can at least get my rep past my homeboy G. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, man, that's my number five, man. Doom Eternal. I really do plan on trying to get back to that game and beating it, though. It's one of those games I still struggle with because I beat it. But it also, at the same time, may end up on my disappointments for the year. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, there's parts of it that I really loved. Don't get me wrong. My number four is a little indie game that came out on Steam some type of back. So I love survival games, Todd. 
I don't like first-person survival, but I like survival games um, outside of Conan Exiles. Um, and I love games where you do a lot of like system and inventory and party management. Um, it, it takes me back to Age of Empires 2. But my number four is that perfect kind of game, and it's RimWorld. It's RimWorld. It seems like a great, fantastic game um, where you're just sitting there and you're you're just like, you know, I mean, you're you're making a group of survivors on this random planet and you're trying to assign everybody's jobs. And my problem with it, though, I think, is I need real time with it because there's a lot of systems and there is a lot of tutorials and I probably just need to watch some YouTube videos like to get into that sort of game. Um, and I just need to sit there for an afternoon and do that one day. And then I think I'll get the hang of it. But at the same time, it's, it's really not as friendly. I need to go back in and install it and see what they've updated since I bought it a few years ago. So my number four is rim world. Todd, what is your number four rim world? I haven't heard of that one. I'm going to have to heard of it. I hadn't heard of it, but I'm going to have to check it out. Um, I know where your mind went when I said rim world, by the way. Why, whatever do you mean? I know exactly where it what went. Are you talking about? What are you talking about? Where, Nothing. Where was that? I saw that face. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, what's your number four, Todd? Are you talking about Rim Job? Yes! What your child says? Yes! That's what I went with. The old salad what toss. when your wife leaves for one day. The old salad uh, toss. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not scared to go to jail. Throw away the key. <laughs> you ever been in a shower? On the face. You ever been in the shower with another? <laughs> that is such a good scene. You watch the soap roll man. down. I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Oh man, okay. You gotta edit this. Yeah. You're gonna have to chop this down. Um, the not chopped version. Or something for whatever. <laughs> not chopped to stop. My number four is Resident Evil 2. I mean, I could cheat and say Resident Evil 2 and 3. Um, this is one, another one that I watched my significant other beat, and I know you beat, but beat, and I know you loved it. Um, and I dug it just based on the cheeseburger that it comes out in the beginning. I still have thoughts about how great that the graphics were on that motherfucking game. Um, and as far as survival kind of horror, it's a game that I feel like it's not the longest game in the world and I should have beat for the, the money that's spent on it. Yeah, it's like 10 hours, gig. 11 hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That is definitely one on the backlog, but I'm, you know, I'm not the, the biggest survival horror person. I, you can, I'm a big pussy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm not really tripping about that and I feel like I have been around too many real life zombies. It doesn't impress me digitally unless, you know, whatever. <laughs> I've seen but, uh, homeless yeah, zombies. They're real. Right, especially like recently, you know what I'm saying? That's hopped up on, you know, super opiates. But um, but yeah, man, that's my number four. And it, yeah, the shame continues. You know, the shaming, the humbleness, all in one. Resident Evil 2. I know you love that fucking game. I do, I do. My number three is another RPG. I'm a big Baldur's Gate fan, as people on this show know. I like the 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 RPGs where you got to use the mouse and you you click and you hit spacebar to pause and you plan your moves and it's like rolling dice in D and D, get it real high off of it rolling dice. My number three every you get high off of rolling dice. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't. I do. Eight eight. Everybody wins at the table. That's what I'm talking about. My number three though should. <laughs> 
<laughs> it started with an addiction in middle school. I can't help it. Roll the dice. Uh, <laughs> my number three is a game that I should love so much, and I still haven't played it, and it's Divinity Original Sin. Bought it at full price when it came out like five years ago. Five years ago, Todd. Not only that, I've bought it twice. I bought it once on PC and once on Xbox. Here's the other kicker. I've played the sequel and I love the sequel. Love the sequel. Still have not played the original one. Is it too late to go Great back? Choice. Is it too probably, late to man. go back? I'll tell you the truth. Probably so. You're probably Most right. Lie to you. Yeah. I mean, probably so. that's kind of what I think. I think I missed the boat on that not- one. Well, I mean, you could always take, you know, you could always take the perspective that it's never too late, my friend. You know what I mean? But the world's speeding up. You know, it's getting hotter. Who has time for that shit? You know what I'm saying? I know. Epstein didn't kill himself. Aaron Hernandez is a ghost. We'll next, take that episode out. Next thing then. you know, we're all going to be walking around naked because it's too hot to wear clothes. I'm, I'm not going to do this. Air conditioning. That's why I'm a gamer. <laughs> I do that in the house any goddamn way. That's why I was outside of McDonald's and I just didn't. I thought they might have spit in my coffee. I'm dreaming about BBC. Did you did you see that thing that the tribe member uh, Frankie posted the other day about the uh, Thor's hammer? No, no, that was funny. I don't think he posted this to the tribe. Oh yeah, it said first it was alcohol kills COVID. Then heat may kill COVID. Now direct sunlight may kill COVID. So if you see me outside in my yard, drunk, naked, and laying in the sun, mind your own business. I'm conducting an important medical experiment. That's pretty good. I like that. That one's good. I like that. Want to shout you out, man. Want to shout you out for that one. What, what number are we on? Two. You're number two. Or you're number three. You're number three. Sorry, my number I, three. I got is the order with that ghost building bitch. Like that game uh, is supposed to have some shit called ray tracing in it. And I was thinking about Raycon headsets. Uh, if you want to give us a sponsorship, great. We'll fuck with it. But I mean, it's a beautiful game. It's something that's kind of dope. I could see how that one got such critical acclaim. I just I started it, got it, have it, tried to fuck with it. A lot of game of the year last year. Listen, the game. I get it. I get it. I could not get past four hours in that shit. Though. I was just like, okay, I don't remember. I don't even remember what the fuck else came out, but I just lost interest. I just started playing something else, and it just instantly became the ga- backlog game. And that's definitely one I wanted to fuck with, uh, but it's just it's there, and I, I'm I deleted it, so I got to re-download it. But I, you know, that that is definitely high up on my list, just because I spent I just spent sixty dollars on it, played it for four hours, and just didn't play with it again. Like it was weird disposable transformer and that's not what's cool so yeah man control game of the year i couldn't even get into it bro yeah i have got that on my uh i didn't buy it but it's one i want to buy and i want to play and from every account like it looks like a great game um so i kind of want to get into that one my number two hitman hitman i played them for the ps2 ps3 whatever the new one everything about it's supposed to be amazing now to be fair i did not buy this at full price I got Hitman on PS4 Gold, the PS4 Gold, PS4 Plus. I'm mixing the two. I got that one on there, and then I got Hitman 2 and Humble Bundle as one of the Humble. And I haven't played either one of them, but I hear they're amazing. Like, I hear they're really good. Like So I need to. Like I just keep collecting games. 
Like, I'm pretty sure if you take into account the Steam library and the entire library of physical copies, I'm pretty sure I've got like a thousand plus games just sitting around. Like, I don't know how many. There's so many. These backlogs come from everything that's in my library somewhere that I need to play. It's like movies. I got movies I bought on recommendations that I haven't watched yet either. And I just keep sitting down and watching The Office. Like, it's, that's just, it's just is what it is. Um, but yes, Hitman, my number two. I hear it's amazing. I hear it's a lot of fun. I really want to play some Hitman. I may try that today. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that was, that, that was almost on my list too, man. I know we'll probably have some, a little few also runs. But yeah, man, my number two, man, my number two. And you know this because I talk about this all the time. Super shameless. It's, it's Neo 2 or Nile 2, however you want to say it. That game is fucking great. I can't even fucking, I ain't even got past like the first match of boss, bro. It ain't even happened. I still ain't deleted that motherfucker though, man, because it's amazing. Uh, It's a great game, but it is it's like super dug deep, deep, deep down. Deep down in the bayou of my backlog right now. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, now I might even get deeper because I might fuck around and make an impulse purchase on Xenoblade. Gotta stop doing that shit. Gotta be more prudent. Getting ready to get a new system. And I'm big. The only game that really matters coming up for me, like talking about the Cyberpunk 2077, because they're not trying to rape our pockets. But uh, but yeah, right now on the backlog, actively, Neo 2 um, is definitely the game that uh would be on this number list. I can dig it. And my number one should be no surprise to anybody that's listening to the show. I own all three of them. It is the Mass Effect series. It is the Mass Effect series. I own all the three Mass Effects, and I still have yet to play them. And I've got them on PC, and I could go back and play them. I I thought about you when I was going through the Steam summer sale, and I saw it again on sale. And I was like, this would be a great time for Brian to play this on PC. Like, I yeah. almost wanted to get it and play it again, honestly. I, I I really want to. Like, I really want to sit down and play it, and I just keep getting distracted. I just need to tear into it one day. I really do. That's what she said. Man, I'm going to get Bootyus Bob on you to make you play that shit. You know what I'm saying? The only thing about it is you can't co-op it. You know what I mean? If you can co-op it, you and probably Bootyus will get you on there, man. Uh, yeah, because you'll reach yeah, out man. to Bob to get me on it, and he'll be like, you should play that. And then he's like, do you want to play some Monster Hunter right now? And then it would be, yeah, let's play some Monster Hunter right now. Okay. <laughs> Freaking, yeah, I know. What's your number one, though? My number one is Death Stranding. Yes. Hell, Kadeo's Kojima. That's, that's, that's it. There's not like, you already know, I know how much you love that game. Um, That's one that's always in the back of my mind, like I should, I should be. Especially now, what the fuck did he know? You know what I'm saying? Yes. He found a way to make a dreary, dark, post-apocalyptic game with halfway aborted babies. Not have a lot of controversy around it. And it's basically a walking simulator. That is amazing. That I really want to fucking uh, finish. There's day. literally no controversy around that game outside of the review scores. And people are just like, you think about the concept behind it and you're just like, how is there no controversy around this game? You really are carrying around like, like it just it's bizarre to me. That is an excellent choice, though. By the way, that's an excellent choice. What about some also runs? I got a few on my list. Oh, uh, man, probably like uh, Dark Siders three. Yeah, some of these aren't really don't really count. Um, my number one one really is Dreams, but that wasn't a full price game, so I didn't want to put that on this list. Um. But that was by far my number one game that I'm like, damn, I need to fuck with Dreams more. Um, Conan Exiles, even though that that's 
something. I don't know. It's just something about that I wanted to fuck with it, whether it's trash Because it's Conan. Uh, Destiny 2. Right. Destiny 2. Detroit Becoming Human. Um, yeah. Greedfall. Uh, Greedfall. RPG for me that I, that's pretty good that I want to play and finish. Hitman, we already discussed. Uh, Mass Infect Andromeda. Ha! There uh, it is. Last, Last of Us Remastered. Um, the original Neo. <laughs> Apex, kinda. I know that doesn't count, but it's been a long time since I've played. And this is like I've been meaning to play a little bit more Apex. Um, Watch Dogs 2, I never beat. And Mortal Kombat 11, of course, I beat. We did a full review, but that's a game I wish I could spend more time with just as far as fighting games are concerned. Um, and I need to get back into as far as just fucking around with spawn and, and getting some getting you know some run on that game so that, that's pretty much all that's pretty much the backlog right now man what about you man i had a few that showed up um dragon quest builders 2 i played the first one and really enjoyed it and i wanted to go back and play the sequel um 13 classic ps2 gamecube era game first person shooter comic book art style always looked like something i'd really enjoy um i think they even made a movie of it, it looked good Anything in the Tales series that's not um, the classic Tales of Symphonia. I've always liked the Tales series. I've started a few here and there. Tales of Symphonia is the only one I've actually ever beaten. Um, I've always wanted to go back on that. SteamWorld Dig 2. I liked the first one quite a bit, and I wanted to go back and play the, the second one. Valkyria Chronicles. I definitely wanted to give a, give a go on some of those. Um, I always wanted to continue with some of these like little RPG games that I found on Steam um, that I just never had an opportunity to. Outer Wilds, which was a lot of people's game of the year. Um, I always wanted to give a shot to that. Uh, Detroit Becoming Human, like you said, that showed up on my list. Um, and then the ultimate, the ultimate Battlefront 2. That's, <laughs> that's the ultimate. I didn't really buy the game, but I feel like I own the game now. Um, <laughs> That's a good one, man. Did you ever play it at all? No, I never played it at all. I never played it at all. The crazy thing about it is you would probably love it now. And I told you, man, I've been fucking around sneaking off playing No Man's Sky. I really dig that game on PC, man. That's pretty, like I know it was a it's PC. Fun, it, was a, man. It, was, it was a lot of bullshit going around it, but I needed that coming out for Last of Us 2. Me and you uh, and Bob yeah, should get man, on No Man's Sky. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We really should. Um, But yeah, man, it's it's a pleasure as fucking usual, my brother. You know what it is, man. You know, shout out to the tribe. It's all love and all that kind of shit for real, for real. Much appreciate the people that actually listen to us and fuck with us, man. But what else you got? Man, that's all I got this week. Let us know your top seven backlog games or games that you've purchased where you haven't had an opportunity to play or tear into them yet. Um, if you agree or disagree with our opinions, let us know. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at stt underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Yeah, stay healthy, stay humble. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it to COVID. Uh, hold on, wait, 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 man. Wait. Hell yeah. All right, that's enough, man. But nah, man, shout out, man, uh, to everybody. Love, be safe, be cool, all that good shit. Hell yeah. Woo! Good night.